a mother, a son, and a life with autism. It's the At Home with Autism podcast with Q102's Jen and Jacob. If you listened to our last podcast or saw any of the video of Jacob talking about the things that he does around the house, and he does a lot of things that I think a lot of parents of typical kids really have wished and prayed for. (laughs) I've had so many other parents when they hear of all of the things that he does, they're just blown away and rightfully so. I mean, he does more around the house than I do. He takes far more joy in chores. That word, just chores. He's so busy that we struggle sometimes to even find the time to do a lot of the new projects that we have going on, including, you know, this podcast we've set aside, we've we decided it's we're going to record it on this day at this time. And so far we have made all of those scheduled occurrences and his greeting card business cards by Jacob is time. I mean, it's time consuming creating the cards and it takes him you know, a couple of hours of each card at least a couple of hours and he has to go from beginning to end it's not like we can sit down here and come up with a what the heck is that oh that's him facetiming me (laughs) do you want to listen all right hi hi what are you doing you're watching Aquaman on TNT? It's over. It's over now? Yeah. Were there commercials in Aquaman? Yes. Was it awful? Yes. Was it terrible? Yes. I am so sorry you had to deal with commercials. What kind of commercials were on during Aquaman? Golden Corral. Golden Corral? Yeah. Was the Liberty Mutual commercial on? Yes. Yes. Did you have that damn emu? Yeah, how does the song go? <laughs> how about the Liberty Liberty? You're so good at singing that. Look where mom is right now. What's mom doing right now? I am in the podcast room. I'm recording a podcast right now. Yeah, we're going to have to do it early this week, aren't we? Because we're going to Illinois. I know. You're so on top of our schedule. And what? In our happy hours? Yeah. Are we going to mix it up in November? Yes. Yes. I can't wait. I love doing happy hours with you. That's right. We're going to mix up the locations. Lots of different locations. We're going to freshen it up. All right. Well, hey, listen, bud. I'm going to get back to recording this podcast. Is that okay? I did pee today. You're right, but only in mom's bathroom. Where should I go pee tomorrow? Yeah. Should I go pee in your bathroom? No. No. All right. I won't. I'll only pee in my bathroom, okay? Okay. All right, bud. I'll talk to you tomorrow. What, honey? Yes. Freshen it up, my friend. Freshen it up. Yes. (laughs) You can mix it up. 
All right, bub. Yes, it's so good that you have it just in case. I'll set up in the basement. You're on top of your paper products. There's no doubt about it. You're pretty amazing. All right, job well done. I will talk to you tomorrow, okay? Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I hope you could hear that because that was fun. I get FaceTime calls regularly from him when he's at his dad's. He always has quite a lot to talk about. He's very chatty. Anyway. Yeah, so back to his cards. It does. It takes at least a couple of hours per card. And it's not like we can sit down for 15 or 20 minutes here and come up with a concept for the card and then set it aside and then find another 20 minutes later down the line, whether it's later that day or another day or a week from now and pick it up where we left off. No, we have to start at the very beginning and go all the way to the finish in one setting. So I have to make sure I've got at least two and a half hours of wide open space. And that's really tough for us to find because we do have so much going on. So we were up really late last night doing a card and then he was late going to his dad's today because we had to do another card and it's so awesome and it's so cool and it's so great and it wears me out. (laughs) I mean, this is, you know, what I try to, to get through to people who are not having this experience, who are, who are having a human experience that's different than my human experience that involves a 20 year old with autism who lives with me most of the time and with whom I am heavily and actively involved with. At some point, most parents with typical kids have a point that they reach where their child starts doing things that they don't really need to be there for or need to be overseeing or need to be all up in. Well, because of how I have chosen to parent Jacob, that's not been the case for me. I am as heavily engaged and involved as I was with him when he was three and four and five years old. And so I've been at this with him for a very, 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 very long time. And as much as I have wanted him to have a life that's happy and easy and fun and low stress, I have very much so desired the same for myself. So finding that has been quite the dance because He does want me engaged and he does want me active and helping him. And I love that he loves being with me. And I love that we have so much fun when we're together. And I love that we have this super cool connection and interaction and that there is constantly and consistently growth and change. And I'm also very, very tired and sometimes wish there were some other things that I could get to do that I don't get to do because I have chosen to do this instead. And in those moments where I'm feeling really sorry for myself and I'm feeling like a victim to the circumstances in which I find myself, I have to constantly remind myself that I have a choice. I could choose differently. And the choices are endless. Really. I could get other people to hang out with him. I could 
get him involved in things that I don't necessarily need to be a part of. I could completely and totally walk away. Choices I don't want to make because this is what I want to do and I have to remind myself of that sometimes. And those times are usually, I mean, if you're watching the video of me right now, I look pretty tired. I've been wearing the same shirt for 36 hours. I've worn shirts for longer than that. <laughs> and that's okay. It's all okay. It's all great. It's actually what I've chosen and what I want. It is, it is, it is. And sometimes I just have to remind myself of that. And as far as choices go, I know how important it is for me to feel like I have choices in my life, that I have these options. I've always wanted Jacob to feel like he has options too. And that whatever options he chooses, as long as nobody's getting hurt and property isn't getting destroyed, <laughs> that his choices are his choices. And whatever those choices are, there's always going to be a consequence of some sort. A consequence doesn't have to be a negative thing. It just has to be an action-reaction kind of thing, right? So trying to help him understand that every choice he makes will have some sort of consequences. Something will happen after he makes that choice. And so that's why when it has come to him learning how to do different things around the house, like the laundry and the unloading the dishwasher and and all of that stuff that he loves to do. Taking the garbage out. You know, prior to him having the desire to work at the post office, I thought maybe he was going to be a garbage man because he used to get really excited about taking the garbage out. Taking the garbage out was a really big deal. And I love that when he takes the garbage out and he comes back in and he gets a fresh new bag, you know how you take a sheet and you... Up in the air, you know, before you put it on the bed. Well, that's what he does with the garbage bag. And he does it ten times. Always ten times. It's so entertaining to watch him change the garbage. But all of that stuff, I mean, I, of course I wanted him to do all of those things. One, because those are all good things to know how to do. And two, I didn't want to do them. It'd be nice to have a little help and assistance around the house, right? And I knew that it had to be his choice to do them. Because here's my kid, this little nonconformist. I wasn't going to be able to push him or bribe him or manipulate him into doing any of those things. I know with the garbage, it started as a game, as most things do actually in this house, because I just always tend to lean toward silly and dramatic and goofy and funny as much to entertain myself as it was to entertain him. But we discovered early on that Jacob was motivated by slapstick humor. Oh my God, if I fell down, he thought that was the most hilarious thing in the world. But he loves big, bold movement and an excited voice and drama. And that's just, you know, that's just the kind of kid that he is. Other kids don't get into that. He did. We discovered his motivations early on. And that was so important to figure out what motivated him, what engaged him, what got him to... Stay involved with us as we were trying to connect with him so we could help him and teach him and we could all grow in the process. So when it came to the garbage, I was trying to get him to throw things away. So whenever I would throw something away, I would lift the lid of the garbage can and do like a slam dunk and be like, two points! And he thought it was so funny. So of course, if he thinks it's funny, then he's going to go and do it. So he started doing it. Two points! 
And the whole process just turned into this one big, fat, silly game. And then when I would take the garbage out, it would be the same thing. Garbage is full! Tied up, tied up, tied up. Get it out! Get it out! And then I'd run it out to the garage and slam dunk it into the big rumpy thing. I thought it was hilarious. So in no time flat, all of a sudden, that's something that he took over and started to do himself. We and wrap a it up lot on of the things in the say, house thank you for joining went us. that way. Thank and as he got older, there were the some negotiations. Now, what's the name of the podcast? But again, Zoom. not a coercion, the autism podcast. not a push. <laughs> it would be more like <laughs> there were two things that he wanted me to do at the same okay. time. Get his supplements yeah. ready and yep. make his dinner. But we only had a limited amount of time. And so I would be able to explain it to him. I'm like, bud, we've only got this much time. It would be so helpful to mom if you did one or the other choices. But it would be, there'd be two different things I would want him to learn to do. And rather than say, hey, Jacob, do you want to put your supplements together? Of course he's going to say no. But if I said, hey, Jacob, which would you rather do? Do you want to put your supplements together or do you want to slice your turkey? And then when I would give him those two different choices, he would actually choose one. And if he were to say no to both the choices, then I would explain to him what the consequences would be. And it would simply be, okay, bud, then if mom has to do both of them, then we're going to be late to hip hop practice. Well, he didn't want to be late to hip hop practice, so he would choose one. I can thank school for some of it. I can thank school for him making his bed and washing his sheets. When we were on quarantine and he was doing the homeschooling thing, part of his occupational therapy was there was a list of chores and each week he had to do a different chore on the list and we had to take video and send pictures of the before and after of all of these chores. And so, of course, it's school and he's highly motivated by school and everything that goes along with school. And he used to love homework. Not so much anymore. He doesn't have any anymore because they gave him the choice. Do you want it? What do you think he said? (laughs) Anyway, he had to do it while he, while he was on quarantine. So every week, it was on Tuesdays, I remember this, he had to pick something off the list for us to do. And so he would get really excited to do it. The sheets was on there. Wait a minute. Cleaning the bathroom was on there. He doesn't do that. Actually, you know what? Yes, he kind of does. I can't say for sure, but every night after bath and shower, there's one towel that is absolutely soaking wet. I think he wipes down the tub after he takes a bath and shower. So maybe he very well does clean the bathroom. But yeah, he changes his sheets ever since that school assignment. It's kind of amazing at how many different areas of life and how many different circumstances there are where I have to question when there is something that I wish he would do or want him to do or even sometimes need him to do because I just don't have the time to do it myself or whatever the circumstances might be. The opportunity for me to give him choices and allow him to have the choice. It's a lot of those opportunities. And what I'm also starting to learn at this point in our journey is there might be things that I want him to do that he really, really wants to do. But there's an impulse embedded deep in him that he has no control over. That his body and his ability to verbally express what he really wants to do or really wants to say 
isn't cooperating. What's coming from his brain, his body is not cooperating in allowing him to communicate. And so no doesn't always mean no. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. And I have to allow that space and give him the opportunity to push past the impulse if that is what's going on. Sometimes I can tell. Sometimes I can't. And sometimes I can tell when he really means no. <laughs> we were designing cards. And this is a group effort. You know, he wants he wants a little input from me. And of course, I'm happy to to provide it. And he was drawing this reindeer. We're doing the Christmas card. So he has this reindeer and it, it's antlers. Or he's these big antlers. And so it would be cool to hang an ornament from one of his antlers. And he was like, no. And I'm sitting there thinking, you need to put an ornament on that antler. It's going to look so much better. This is what, this is how we Christmas it up. This is what's going to make it look so much cuter. It's going to be a little pop of color. It's going to be adorable. It, that antler needs an ornament. And that's what's going on inside my head. That's what's going on inside of myself. Okay. I'm not saying anything. I'm sure he might be picking up on the energy, but as Quickly as all of these thoughts are coming into my head, I'm like, it's not true. It's fine without the ornament. It's his card. If he doesn't want an ornament, hang it from the antler. He doesn't need to have an ornament. Hang it from an antler. I am here strictly as a support system. I am here to offer up ideas. There is nothing going on here that says I'm in charge and he has to do everything that I think is a good idea. And as all of this internal dialogue is happening inside my head and I'm calming down every little piece of, I think you should do this. I think you should do this. I think this would look, as all of this is going on inside of me and I'm quietly having this conversation with myself, he sits there for a couple of seconds and then he draws the ornament. I mean, I could have pushed. I could have tried to talk him into it. But sometimes all it needs is just a little suggestion and then detaching from the outcome. Being able to throw an idea out there and then sitting back and it not mattering whether he does it or not. Didn't matter if he took out the garbage, didn't matter if he changed the sheets, doesn't matter if he empties the dishwasher, didn't matter if he put the supplements together. And he did it all. And by me letting go of what I wanted the end result to be, created a lot more peace and calm inside of me, which in turn makes all of the active engagement that I have chosen to have makes it a lot more fun than it could be if I made the choice of thinking and believing that I'm a victim to this, that he's a victim to this, that we're living a life less than other people, less than we wanted, less than we deserved, less than what is right and fair. I'm a fan of choices. How I choose to think and believe and act with him influences his choices which creates the experience that we're having together. And I'm so glad he chose the ornament. It looks so cute. It's so precious. It's a little ornament with a little smiley face on it. Adorbs. <laughs> he loves doing this podcast. And I'm seeing so many changes in him 
just since we started. He listened to the three we've done so far together just the other night. And I'm going to have to get some video of him when he listens to the next one because he's just grinning ear to ear. He's so excited and he's so proud and he's so engaged and he's just, I could tell he's just so pumped to be able to express himself. And I'm looking forward to how much more he's going to be able to do that as he continues to grow and learn and change. And I'm seeing other things outside of the podcast room. I'm seeing more communication in new and different ways. I'm hearing longer sentences. I'm hearing new phrases that I've never heard him say before. I feel like that connection between his brain and his mouth is just continuing to get stronger and he's getting more control over those impulses because he's sitting down here with me and we are having purposeful speech. He is sitting down and we are talking about what he wants to talk about and he's given the opportunity to really say what he wants to say and he wants to say it just right because he's speaking directly into a microphone that's recording it. (laughs) It's really awesome. So I want to thank you for listening. I think we'll be doing this for a while. I'll be back with Jacob next time. Thanks for listening to the At Home with Autism podcast.